Hello and welcome to Inside Fingal, the podcast that gives you an insight into the work being done by the councillors and staff of Fingal County Council to make Fingal a better place to live, work, visit and do business in. My name is Jerry McDermott, I'm the Media and Communications Manager here at Fingal County Council and I hope you'll stay with me as we continue to inform you about the work of your local authority. Our guest today is Ushin Gagan, who is head of Fingal's local enterprise office and is also the current chair of the National Network of Local Enterprise Offices. I'm looking forward to hearing about the work of the local enterprise office and also finding out about Local Enterprise Week, which will be happening during the first week of March. Ushin Gagan, thank you for joining us on Inside Fingal. My pleasure, Jerry. So what is the local enterprise office or Leo Fingal, as it is often referred to, and what exactly do you do? So the local enterprise offices are situated within the local authority, okay? And what we do, we were established in 2014. Uh, Back at that time, we uh, emerged from what was the county enterprise board system, and we were placed within the local authority system. So we are basically a unit in Fingal County Council that provides supports to business and really focusing on startups and on small businesses. And there are a whole range of different services that are available to small businesses and to people who want to set up businesses through the local enterprise office. And we are funded through Enterprise Ireland under what's called a service of agreement. In other words, when we work with our clients, we um, we are working to Enterprise Ireland standards in terms of the business support services that are provided and there are you know metrics and measurables in there there are targets to be met and all that type of stuff so yeah so there's there's a vast array of services available some of those are services that are nationally available and they're available throughout the whole of Ireland Um, and then there are also other programs that we're involved in locally in Fingal that would be unique to our particular area. But I suppose uh, from what you're saying there, it's really is business supports being available on the ground for local businesses. That's exactly it. And it is really local is the key word there. We are the local enterprise office, which means that there um, you know, you know all, all of the services provided to businesses within the Fingal area are available through the Fingal Local Enterprise Office. So it goes from you know the various different funding s- schemes to training programs, different incentives, um, and also things like networking events and, and other programs. So they're all available locally to our local businesses, and that's the same across the country. And if a business wanted to use your services, is there a cost involved? There are costs involved for certain programs and activities. So it really depends on what the service is. What I would say is, I mean, look, we are we are a publicly funded uh, and owned unit within the local authority. So we are funded by Enterprise Ireland and we are not in this business, if you like, to obviously profit from it. Um, so all of the services that we provide are very heavily subsidized or completely free of charge. In many cases, there are services that we provide that there is a fee attaching to it. Um, it's usually a modest fee. And, you know, uh, Jerry, frequently, if something is provided completely free of charge, it mm-hmm. may not necessarily be the best use or, or of public resources. Whereas if there's a small fee payable by the client, it really focuses the client's mind on making sure that they are getting value for money. And we are very interested in value for money, both for the client and for us. And I suppose no matter how much a client has to invest, there's always a very high return on investment if they if they do become involved with the local enterprise office. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I suppose, you know, like for, for the programs that we're running, things like management development programs and things, obviously, 
depending on the nature of the course or the program or the one-to-one intervention, they can be quite costly, particularly when we are engaged in the quality of the trainers and the quality of the uh, experts that we bring in. So, you know, normally the client would make a contribution towards that, but absolutely represents incredible value for money always. (laughs) I I, I would certainly, to be able to say that, certainly, um, from from the client's perspective, very, very good value for money. Um, More recently, and I suppose since the pandemic struck in March of last year, um, most of our programs, in fact, the majority of them, um, yeah, did, we we reduced the cost to zero. so ordinarily, while there is a cost, for example, for, for mentoring services, currently there is no cost and it is 100% funded. But or, you know, when, when things get back to normal, yes, there will be costs introduced for some of these things again. Yeah. You mentioned COVID-19 there, and I was just wondering, what sort of an effect did the COVID-19 pandemic have on the way that you operate? Um, well, I suppose like everybody, it, it had an enormous effect on virtually everything that we are doing. And it certainly had a huge impact on the clients that we're dealing with and on the nature of the types of services that we're providing. Um, so, I mean, where, where do you start responding to that? It, I mean, COVID, when it did hit, it was so sudden and so kind of out of the blue. It was it was something that you know, none of us had ever experienced anything of of its ilk before so it 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 really was a bolt out of the blue um and it was very very sudden i suppose one of the good things about the nature of the way that we're set up as local enterprise offices is that we are able to respond very quickly and very promptly to changing needs and to changing circumstances so when covid struck we immediately moved everything online obviously we weren't able to deliver any training programs or meet up with clients on a one-to-one basis so all of that stuff has had to go online and that's been the case since march of last year Nobody was interested in setting up a new business or virtually nobody was interested in setting up a new business from the middle of March last year uh, for a number of months um, when it when the COVID pandemic struck. So obviously all the start-up business programs, all of that kind of stuff changed and we, we, we stopped doing that. What we did do was focus on what were the immediate needs the firefighting needs, if you like, of businesses that were faced with a collapse in many cases of everything in relation to their business. And it left so many uh, of our small businesses really at sea and just shell-shocked, literally shell-shocked from, from what happened. What I would say, Jerry, is I mentioned we're, we're involved in helping small businesses. And small businesses are very, in, at the best of times, they can feel a little bit isolated. It can be a lonely place when you're running your own business if you are only one or two employees and zero employees, even if you're just in a small business operating from home or from a small office, it can be quite isolating. When a pandemic struck, that multiplied by 100 uh, in terms of the isolation. So having that network there is critically important. And, and we immediately moved to make everything online. We contacted and we reached out to all of our clients and indeed to other businesses that had never dealt with us before to let them know that there is serve, that there are, there are programs and services that are, that are available. So we ran some innovative things as well, things like, you know, um, a series of networking events, helping businesses to cope with the sudden calamity that occurred to them. They had to make really important decisions back then. And indeed, for a lot of last year, a lot of important decisions were made. What do they do? How do they close up? How do they put their business on ice? Should, should, would they be better just folding their tent altogether and moving on or, or, or what should they do? So there were so many businesses in crisis. We, we really pulled out all the stops, if you like, to try to, to provide as much help, advice, one-to-one and networking as possible to them. And also, very importantly, clear direction on what was available to them away of the various different government schemes the financial incentives and all of that type of stuff so yeah it's it's been a really obviously a very unusual year particularly difficult year 
really challenging um, and all of those things. On the other side of that coin, to be perfectly honest, we saw incredible amount of innovation. We saw a lot of resilience. We saw a lot of persistence among owner managers of businesses who just refused to give up, who saw other outlets for service and their clients who, who changed their business models overnight and they needed help to do that. So we've seen an awful lot of positive things come about as a result, as, as a consequence of the impact of COVID. I think one of the things where we saw a lot of businesses change direction was in terms of embracing um, digital commerce and moving on to digital platforms. And I I know from looking at the figures that Leo Fingold played a very, very important part in helping businesses uh, become digital businesses. That's right. And that, that, you know, that that was certainly 2020 was uh, a a remarkable year for a whole lot of different reasons. And, And one of them is the acceleration of the use of digital technologies and the acceleration of small businesses uh, in, in terms of online trading. So, yes, when, when a business is faced with a situation where they cannot do their business in the normal way, they will always try to find another way. So we did our best, if you like, to, to demonstrate to businesses that in many, many cases, there was another way, there was an alternative to how they could reach out to their customers. And the online, the whole explosion in online trading was quite a phenomenon last year. I, I actually think that was going to happen anyway. It was, we're, we were on that, this course for the last few years, you know, in terms of moving online. Uh, it's just 2020 accelerated it incredibly, you know. And I know that the figures for some of the um, services that we provide include uh, a thing called the Trading Online Voucher, which I know you're familiar with, and a lot of listeners would, would be familiar with it. And it was reported very widely last year. The take-up on this just completely exploded um, to the extent that it was in a typical year, year-on-year, year, say from 2014 or 2015 to 2019 inclusively, we did an average of 55 to 60 Trading Online Vouchers per year. We approved for small business, which was basically a small grant to help them develop their e-commerce platform. And in the year 2020, we approved 750 trading online vouchers. So that just gives an indication of the scale. It was one of those things that, yeah, it was the right product, right uh, service, if you like, that was there to be developed. And we put a huge amount of resources into helping businesses to, to trade online so yes and and i suppose it, it's um it, it's one of the advantages of the of the local um enterprise office being on the ground and being i suppose you're very adaptable i i would think and i suppose covid19 would have shown that yeah well like, like jerry we've been around a long time i've been <laughs> I, i've been around more, more years than i care to remember um but what i would say is you know we, we've a lot of expertise we've a lot of knowledge and we know what's going on in business in fingal and that's true for all of the local enterprise offices around the country because we are not a a large government agency situated in dublin servicing the whole of the country we are local and we know what's what's right for our own area and our own county and we know the businesses we know the entrepreneurs we know the players we know the, the landscape the ecosystem and all of those things so that can be really valuable so how that translates i suppose is if a business is looking for supports from us we more than likely know them or know of them or at least know their sector or know something about where they're operating and and we would also have an idea as to i'm not saying we i'm not saying we know everything about every business in fingal but but we do have a pretty good fix on you know for what works well in fingal what has worked and what the general trends are and all of those things which are which are valuable um in terms of the resources that, that can apply and also very importantly you know who who in fingal and who and what bodies are 
of relevance to entrepreneurs and to businesses? Um, what services are there? And where is that going? What direction is that going in? So where, if, if, a, if a business is looking for a particular type of service, is that likely to be to be there for them or should they be looking at something else? So what's up and coming, what's around, coming around the corner? So all of that local knowledge, all of that knowledge of the ecosystem, the architecture the, and then the organizations providing support to the business is, is really important. So how would you rate the uh, business landscape in, in Fingal? Is, is it business friendly? Yeah, well, what I would say is, yeah, well, I mean, like I think Fingal has a has a very strong reputation. I think it's a deserved reputation over the years for, you know, for being young, being vibrant, having the international airport in in our county uh, doesn't harm us at all having a wonderful coastline and there's an awful lot of positives and you know over the last 20 years or so um you will certainly see fingal performing extremely well in a whole lot of different areas whether it's in inward investment into the county uh, and also the cultivation of, of uh, entrepreneurs there's, there's there is a very strong uh, entrepreneurial culture in the county as well and i mean you know, one of the things that really I really enjoy every year is a program that we are involved in called the Student Enterprise Program. And we have in Fingal, we have the best take-up by a long way of, of all of the Leos in the country. And, you know, we're all a bit competitive, uh, Jerry, in, in our business. <laughs> we're always looking around to see what the other guys are doing. And while Fingal is a big area in terms of population and businesses, so we have that advantage to our advantage, at the same time, we punch well above our weight in a lot of these things. So like the Student Enterprise Program, we had, I think last year, was something like 2,800 students participating, which was by far the biggest amount in the country uh, from about 27 or 28 uh, secondary schools in Fingal. And what does that tell us? Well, it tells us lots of things. It, it, it tells us that young people are interested in enterprise and business. Our schools are actually very collaborative and very cooperative with us in that we have the biggest proportion of secondary schools participating in the country in student enterprise program. And that's just an example. That's just one example there of, of the kind of thing I'm talking about when I say an enterprise culture, because enterprise culture sounds a little bit kind of woolly, but it is real. It, you know, it, it is real. And uh, there is a kind of vibrancy. Having a young county as well, I suppose, is, is, is terrific as well, but and a diverse business portfolio that's there as well you know we're, we're not overly reliant on one particular sector okay there are obviously some some very big players in the pharma in the tech and and uh obviously the airport and so on some big big employers but we're no, not overly dependent upon one particular sector we've quite a diverse spread which is uh, helpful and um importantly very much a knowledge-based economy as well and, and moving very much in that direction too. And of course, one of the other uh, sectors uh, in Fingal, which is an important part of the Fingal economy, is the, is the food sector. And, and you do a lot of work in that area. That's right. Indeed, we do, Jerry. And we have a number. In fact, it's one sector that we are really passionate about is the food sector. Um, so we've been working on, on a number of programs over a good number of years. There are, and just to, just to give an indication, we, we, we developed a program a few years ago called the Digital School of Food, which is the first of its kind probably in the world, but certainly in Ireland and most, I mean, definitely in Ireland and more than likely also in the EU. So it, it's, it's, it's an online learning portal for people who want to set up a food business, a small, small food production business. So we developed that in Fingal. It's now running throughout the country. And we're getting thousands of people every year from all over the country doing the 
undertaking the Digital School of Food. We also um, run a program called Food Starter, and we run this with our colleagues in the other Leos in the Dublin region. Indeed, it's run all over the country, but in Dublin, we have our own region, and we have a, we've always got strong throughput of people who want to do that, and that's really, for, again, for food startup businesses. Uh, we also run a program with, with uh, Super Value called, called Food Academy, and you'll know from the Super Value stores, they have a Food Academy section, and all of those businesses that appear on those shelves have gone through the local enterprise office training program to make sure that they're up to speed and up to scratch and, and, and able to sell uh, through the Super Value. And we also have an initiative called Dublin Food Chain, again, which is about networking and making sure Dublin... Our, our food businesses in Fingal are well connected. Um, so, yeah, we've, we've got some great players in Fingal. Obviously, we've got some, uh, some of the big international names here in Fingal, big distribution depots, big centres as well. We work very closely with them as well to make sure that our small food producers have, have, have an opportunity to learn from some of the bigger players and from the experts who've, who, who, who are in that sector. Um, because the like the the food sector is is a unique one if you know what I mean because when you're when you're setting up a food business you really need to engage with experts in the food sector um so when you're doing things like a start your own business program yeah it'll teach you general stuff about setting up a new business but you really need to know about your sector you need to know where the opportunities are the trends are it's critically important for some sectors such as food that you have experts in that area so yeah and it, and it probably does help that the you know fifty three percent of the of the county is zoned for agricultural, so a lot of the the raw product is is already in the county as well. That's it, yeah. And and an awful lot of businesses have set up uh, as a consequence. I mean, I'm, I'm looking back at some of the fantastic businesses that we've been really delighted to help when they set up first, such as, I mean, we we all know Kyo's Farm. They've been there for a couple hundred years, and and the, and but they you know it, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but I, I think it was around twenty. 10 or 20 or 9, it was just at the start of the last recession that um, Tom Kyo set up the Kyo's Crisps brand. And that, that was, we were delighted to be involved in that from the outset. And that is just a, such a wonderful example of, of what can be achieved by a traditional business um, that focuses on innovation, focuses on value added, and wants to bring their product uh, to a global stage, uh, you know, a global recognition, which he has done. Yeah. So, and that's an example. So, there, and there are lots of others. But, you know, like, the, the food one is a peculiar one for lots of reasons, and it, it is difficult. It is difficult to get above a certain scale. The likes of Tom Keown that have, have done great things with that, and there are other great players as well, and Bingo Keenings and so on have built up incredible food businesses. But it is difficult, given the numbers of new business, food businesses, it's difficult one to to scale those up, you know. And we're, we work closely with Borbia on lots of different things to, to, to try to help them to do that and, and, to, and to then benefit from things like Enterprise Ireland supports as well for the downstream. And you, I think you mentioned earlier that like the networking is very important, especially for, for new businesses coming in and being able to talk to already established businesses and that. How do you go about pulling that sort of networking together? Yeah, and, you know, everything now is through the COVID lens and, you know, networking online, it's helpful and it's great. It's, it, look, at we all want to get back to a situation where we can meet each other and businesses can meet each other in a big room and have a you know, have, have, have a networking event and have, have, have lunch together and all of those things. In the meantime, we're stuck with online. Um, it's not ideal, but it, it, it works. But yeah, I suppose with, in terms of networking, what businesses want to do is to meet other businesses that can help them or that they have something in common with and that um, that can contribute to to their objectives in some way. Okay, so, you know, a lot of businesses, I think, 
initially may misinterpret the whole purpose of networking. It's not just about gathering as many business cards as you want, as, as, as you can, and about meeting as many people as you can. It's really about the clever people who are really good at networking are the people who can who can find individuals and organizations who are of relevance to them, who they can help or can help them in the short term, but really just to cultivate cultivate their own network of, of individuals and people in business and in other organizations who can be of value to them in achieving their objectives. And, you know, um, it's, it's often said, and it's absolutely true, people, people do business with people they like. You know, pe- people will buy a product not just because it's a good product. People will buy a product because they like you and they like your organization and what it stands for. And they might be able to relate to that. So the value of networking and being the face behind your product or your service, um, if they can trust you and if they like you, they will buy from you. So it's, it's basically, uh, I suppose, for, for uh, creating a support system. Is, is that what you're really trying to do? Yes. And I, I yeah, look, at the, in, in terms of networking, you know, we, we run one particular network called the Fingal Enterprising Women Network. It's been going for a good number of years now. It's been very, very successful. And um, it's for female entrepreneurs who want to get together regularly to be a support to each other. They get to know each other and they can dip in and out of it as they wish. The, but look, there are so many other different networking opportunities. Many of the programs that we are running have opportunities for networking, have opportunities for meeting other people who are, are doing the program with you. And it's often said, I mean, when, when we run a management development training program or even a start your own business program or anything like that, what you learn from the tutors and from the experts and the trainers is extremely valuable. However, what you learn from the other members on the program with you in terms of the informal ex- exchanges, the interactions, the questions and answers, and the kind of getting to know each other, that can be equally, if not more, valuable to you and your business and learning from other people's experiences is really valuable it's it's really really critical so apart from just having the kind of support there around you it is actually a learning experience as well because you're getting to see other you're getting to meet other business people and you're getting to experience what they have experienced and what how they have gotten around particular challenges that they faced and and you can learn an awful lot from that from from all of that you know yeah, like we, we, everything we do, we, we try to make it as entrepreneur driven as we possibly can so that we are not interfering in people's businesses. If you know what I mean, we're providing them with the platform to network, to learn uh, and to meet each other and to engage. Um, but it's up to them ultimately to make a success of their business. And it's up to them to avail of these opportunities. So and I suppose to know and to know that the help is is there as, as well. Um, you, you mentioned the the Young Student Awards, uh, which are very successful and, and certainly um, schools in Fingal em, embrace them in that. Um, I just saw that the National Enterprise Awards were held recently and Kianda Technologies from Blanchestown took home the Export Award. Uh, they would be one of your clients. So that must have given you and your team a big lift. Uh, you know, it was re- it was the, probably the highlight of my my year. I think was was uh, seeing Kianda win that trophy. We had the Fingal Enterprise Award that they won in March last year, during Local Enterprise Week last year. It was the last time I shook somebody's hand outside of my immediate <laughs> family. Uh, you know, it, it was literally the week before things went really pear shaped in terms of COVID, and uh, Kianda came away that Thursday night on the I think it was the fifth of March last year with the Fingal Enterprise Award. I was delighted for them. The National Enterprise Awards was meant to be in May. That kicked back to September. And then obviously with COVID still about and all that, 
it was kicked back to a virtual event and it occurred there a couple of weeks ago in the mansion house uh, and it was a virtual event but um yeah look I, I was absolutely delighted for Keanu they're a wonderful company really good led by two very very bright uh, entrepreneurs very focused they've come up with that some a brilliant solution um and and those guys are going to do really well i was really happy for them they won the expert award very proud day for fingal and they'll they'll go on to do good things but you know, we, we've had lots of winners in the in the national enterprise awards over the years and fingal again we punch him well above our weight over the years i mentioned tom kyo earlier he won the best startup a good number of years ago we had uh simtech aviation another wonderful business uh uh pilot training business and um and another company called ifs limited out in blanchestown uh at an it company some years ago winning the overall award so we've had plenty plenty of uh, winners at national level and that is again a testament to what i was talking about earlier the innovation the entrepreneurial spirit the culture and the really good achieving businesses in in, in fingal it's it's a great area that i'm involved in jerry i really am very passionate about it i love it i love seeing businesses grow and being successful um, ultimately trading internationally and, 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 and getting off the island of Ireland and, and being successful. It, it gives me a, I, I get quite excited about it. And I suppose, too, they're providing jobs locally as well. Most importantly of all, they're contributing in a big way to our local economy. And that's that's really ultimately what this is, this whole uh, thing is about. You know, supporting enterprise, we do it for a reason. And we do it, and the reason is to create wealth locally, to create jobs locally. Yeah, I can see how satisfying it, it, it can be, um, especially when it goes as well as it is going. Um, you, you mentioned their local enterprise week, and it just shows you how, how quickly the year has gone by because we're coming around to the first week of March when local enterprise week takes takes place. Um, and that it's on from the 1st to the 5th of March this year. Uh, is it just confined to Fingal or is it a national event? It's, it's actually a national event. Local Enterprise Week has been running for a number of years. It actually really started in Fingal, you know, not a lot of people know that, but way back in 2007, we used to have a thing called Fingal Enterprise Day, and then we did that for three years, and then it grew and grew and became Fingal Enterprise Week in 2010, and since then, anyway, since about 2014, I think, we've, we've been running Local Enterprise Week at a national level, so it runs throughout all of the 31 local enterprise offices, and what it is, is it's a series of events that are packed into the week, So and it's geared at people who want to set up a business or small businesses who are looking to grow and expand and to see what service is available and to provide them with a whole lot of different and very exciting, very practical workshops, training programs, networking events and information sessions and all these things that are occurring during that week. So it's happening all over the country. There's over 200 events occurring throughout the country. In Fingal, we have 20 events that are available on our website now to book during Local Enterprise Week this year. And it's going to be great. We have already, in fact, I was only looking at the numbers this, this morning, and I know so, so, some of our listeners are probably listening to that after local enterprise week, <laughs> listening to this podcast. But but um, we have had we've over thirteen or fourteen hundred people already registered for local enterprise week this year, which is unbelievable. Um, but what I would say, if you are listening to this podcast and it's and it's past local enterprise week, do not worry and do not fret because all of the stuff that we ran and are running during enterprise week. That's all available throughout the year. It's just not all packed into one week, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, it's, but it's, it's a great opportunity. It's completely free of charge. Everything is completely free of charge. And, and the big difference from this time last year is that it's going to be a virtual event. So everything is going to be online as opposed to last year. It is, yeah. And I suppose the beauty of that is, well, you, you can tune in from your own home or from your own office or from your own place of work, wherever you are, your car. And you know, which obviously means that you can book as many events as you want completely for your charge. You can tune in 
to those events that suit you. And you don't even need to travel anywhere, which is uh, a plus. Yes. And I've just been looking through the schedule and I see you have an introduction to podcasting for, for business, uh, which should be very interesting. Look, at podcasting. I, I'm new to podcasting, Jerry, to be honest with you. And uh, I've done one or two of them. But um, yeah, it is something, though. You know, we, we've run a couple of these things recently and there are a few areas that there's huge demand for, huge demand currently. One of them is Instagram and other types of digital media that are, are, are really booming and small businesses need to need to understand. Another one is, is podcasting. Yeah, so there's massive opportunities there. It just, I, I suppose it is another way that businesses and small businesses particularly can punch above their weight in terms of the reach and the marketing uh, benefit that that can have for them. So there's huge benefits to it. And one of the really nice things about it is it costs virtually nothing. So it, it is a, it can be a really useful tool for small businesses. So we're we're... Yeah, we're delighted to run that. In fact, the bookings for that event are very, very high. So uh, we expect that to be great. And we'll, and we'll run more of them subsequently. Yes, and I, I must say, I, I do agree with you because even looking at it from a Fingal County Council point of view, it's a great opportunity for us to give people an insight into what happens in Fingal County Council and to, to talk at length about the sort of things that we do and the services that we offer, just just like we're doing now. And I, and I think, you know, podcasting, you're, you're going to go into it yourselves in, in the local enterprise office. I think you've got something in the pipeline in, in regard to a podcast for business. That's right. And you let the cat out of the bag, Jerry, but that's good. Yeah, no, we have... Uh, we're delighted, actually, to announce that we have um, Fingal Business Podcast coming about. We're going to release the first podcast on the 5th of March, which will at lunchtime on Friday, the 5th of March. And every Friday for seven weeks up to the 16th of April, we will have a different podcast uh, available completely free of charge. And we have some very exciting business people who will be giving the benefit of their knowledge, their experience. Um, it's going to be kicking off. Uh, I'll, I'll make the announcement now with Catherine Fulvio, who is our first guest. Uh, Catherine Fulvio actually attended and participated in our, our uh, local enterprise week in 2020. What I was talking about earlier, just, just before COVID hit, who was our special guest speaker at the Fingal Enterprise and Women Network meeting that evening. Um, and she's coming back um, to do the first podcast for us. So, And we have six other Fantastic. I, I can't reveal them now, but they're excellent business people and they're all lined up to give the benefits of their wisdom to small businesses in Fingal. Well, we're certainly looking forward to that. And there's a scoop for you on, on Inside Fingal uh, as well. So something to look forward to from, from next week. Um, what are the other highlights of Local Enterprise Week? What will you be looking out for especially? Well, there's lots. I mean, there's I mentioned there the Fingal Enterprise and Women Network. The week finishes with that actually on the Friday. Um, but there is, it, it kicks off with... Um, an, an event which is really about future proofing your business and it's it's looking at what kind of of um wh what kind of things are coming down the tracks for your business and how can you prepare your business for them okay and how you know what we're really interested in doing is helping business owners to manage their business more effectively so the kickoff event is is really about providing businesses with an opportunity to see what, what kind of opportunities are coming about. We have uh, we have an event that we're running with the um, with TU Dublin, um, which is about cybersecurity, again, which is an interesting one, uh, because this has been a lot of talk recently about the threats to businesses, and, and uh, it is an area which has got a little media attention, but, you know, ha having secure IT infrastructure is really, really important. Uh, we have an event as well, and Instagram, I mentioned that as being very, very popular. I think that's virtually booked out at this stage anyway, but we will be running more of them um, about using Instagram in your business. You know, one event we're running on the Tuesday morning, the 2nd of March, is 
really good as well. It's called Mind Your Mind in Business. And as we know, COVID has been devastating to lots of us and lots of businesses, um, but also just it, it poses a lot of challenges for owner managers of businesses. So the, the whole thing of, of wellness and being, being clear in making good decisions and having a reality check um, is really important. So, so th- that is another focus, and we have a good speaker for that one as well. And to, like, there's lots of other things. We have a, an agile innovation funding event we're running with Enterprise Ireland, which is about how businesses can get funding um, for innovative projects. Fingal Chamber is running a great, a great event called Behind the Business and some good speakers there. I think Caroline Keating is, is coming out for that one and Jock Jordan and Sohini Day. So three really good speakers on a panel there. Um, financial management is another area that we're focusing on during Enterprise Week as well. There's a, a, a webinar on that. And the list goes on and on. We have a Dublin food chain event and we have a technology event and um, a health check for businesses. And we're running as well on the Friday, I think we're running a, a trading online voucher webinar as well, which we spoke about earlier, which is, again, helping businesses to trade online. So, yeah, we're gonna, it's, it's, it's going to be a packed week, um, all online, all accessible. And you're growing your show again as well. And we're growing your show again to finish off the week. That's right. Yeah, so, yeah it's really <laughs> fantastic she's just uh she's an inspiration she is and she's an interesting story to tell you know and that, that's really really interesting story in fact we have over 250 female entrepreneurs already registered for that event it's, it's unbelievable the, the interest so yeah it's it's good and of course there's a very good digital brochure about everything that's involved uh, or uh, available during uh, enterprise week and you can get that at the fingal local enterprise offices website which is localenterprise.ie forward slash fingal um it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you Oshin, and i'm sure we could have gone for hours and hours chatting about it because it is so interesting but can i just finish by asking you one question in in the work that you do with the local enterprise office how do you measure success do you know jerry it's so funny you should ask me that because i was looking for a document earlier because i'm putting together a local enterprise plan currently and i entered into my inbox the word performance because i knew that would be in the title of the document i was looking for but it just struck me the number of emails I have in there with the word performance in them and metrics is unbelievable. So the reason I'm saying that is because everything we are doing is measured. There are metrics against it, okay? And we are very acutely aware that we need to provide really practical support services, but we need to measure the outputs. It's not just about what we're doing. It's about what's happening as a consequence of those. How are they benefiting businesses? So we are measuring all of the programs that we're providing. We're looking at the feedback. We're, we're, we're listening to clients, but we're also we're measuring the levels of satisfaction. We are we are measuring the, the footfall, if you like. So if, if somebody attends a particular program and they don't like it, they're probably not going to come back to that program the next time around. Uh, so the, the numbers of times people are coming back to us is, is a critical uh, metric as well, you know. And look at ultimately, I mean, you mentioned earlier, it's all about job creation. It's all about creating uh, e- economic prosperity in, in our county. And we are measuring the jobs created in our businesses, the businesses that we support. I don't ever say we created X number of jobs this year. Some people say that. I I never say that because we don't create jobs. Businesses create jobs. All we can do is provide the best environment for in which businesses can create jobs. And that's really what that's if if there's one matrix that's most important. It's all about uh, creating jobs and creating futures for 
our citizens. Well, those businesses in Fingal are very lucky to have you, Oshin, and your colleagues in the local enterprise office. And uh, well done on everything that you've done so far and good luck for the, for the future. Thank you for joining us on Inside Fingal. And if you want further information on how the local enterprise office can help you, go to their website, which is at localenterprise.ie forward slash Fingal or find them on social media. And that's where you'll also find details of Local Enterprise Week, which runs for five days from March the 1st to the 5th. And information will also also be available on social media using the hashtag LEWFingal. And finally, don't forget about the Fingal Business Podcast. You heard it here first. It'll be launched on Friday, March the 5th, and it'll be available from wherever you get your podcasts, as well as the Leo Fingal website and also fingal.ie forward slash business. Oshin Gagan, thank you for joining us. Thank you. So that's it for episode six of Inside Fingal. I do hope you've enjoyed our conversation with Oshin Gagan about the work of the local enterprise office. If you have any comments or suggestions in relation to the Inside Fingal podcast, please email podcast at fingal.ie. Remember, you can follow Fingal County Council on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn, and also at fingal.ie. Thank you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye and stay safe.